Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, Hey, man! Hope you've had a great weekend. We certainly did watching the championship games. And, Mike, as we left Buckhead Butcher Shop, got to give a big shout-out to everybody that stopped by on Friday. Connor, his wife Katie, everybody, the staff, Chef Leonard, everybody was so cool. We had such a great time. But as we left the broadcast Friday, the news broke about Ryan Nielsen, who is the new defensive coordinator for our Falcons. And we're going to talk plenty about that today, guys, because I know Friday you may have heard the news, and then over the weekend it kind of got lost in the shuffle. I mean – You know, you had the Stetson Bennett stuff happening. You had the the championship games. But this is a big hire for Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. And Mike and I were just talking before the show. And Mike is consumed with this. And I got to give him credit because I think you should be too. And he's consumed with, for the first time, we have a lot of money to spend. And how are we going to spend this money? And are we going to spend it wisely? And are we going to get the guys in that we need to get in? And I'm a big proponent on, and I say it all the time, get the right guys. We haven't gotten enough of the right guys to turn this franchise around to become consistently good. And as you watch the playoffs, Mike, the team that just, you know, it it exudes this, this what we're about to embark on is the Philadelphia Eagles. They've turned over their roster a couple of different times now. Guys, they got a chance to win another Super Bowl where we had one shot. We hadn't been there since 16. They're about to go back and have another chance to win another one. I know I've said it a lot the last couple of days, but that Howie Roseman, man, that GM's done an unbelievable job. I mean, think about it. You give Carson Wentz like $128 million, and then you, you draft a guy next year in jail and it hurts just as an insurance policy because you saw your quarterback start to wobble. And then you move on from him, and yeah, you took it one year where you didn't really have the pieces together, and then you make the trade for A.J. Brown. You bring in, obviously, you draft Devontae Smith. All of a sudden, you got tremendous skill position. You've already had a, a great O&D line, and then you supplement it with trades. You beef up your secondary, and you keep it under the cap. I mean, that's I mean to me, is like, Carl, if we can just hope to, to gleam some of, like, I don't know, 75% of the kind of you know, production the Chiefs and the Eagles have had, in their, and let's be honest, in their personnel department, making all the right moves. That's what I want to see this year. It's uh, And again, it may not all be done this year, but a lot of it has to be. Like, you've got to set the foundation 
for us as we move forward with the Falcons of the next three years. Three years from now, guys, we should not be having a conversation about us winning seven or eight games, not knowing who the quarterback's going to be, what the defensive scheme is, do we have any stars. These are all the questions we ask ourselves right now. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Star power all over the field. All pros all over the field. Pro bowlers all over the field. And, Mike, you can say the same thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, who fundamentally were built the right way, and they've even restructured, you know, restructured their offensive line. I mean, Patrick Mahomes does not have the best offensive line in football. Right. But yesterday, I thought, Mike, this performance for me was the second best performance I've seen in pro sports. Under the circumstances of a guy being injured or sick, the first is the flu game with Michael Jordan. It's just up there for me. I, everybody who's ever seen that game or you've seen the highlights, you've ever gone back and watched it, Jordan can barely get off the bench, and he put on, on an incredible performance in the finals. This game with a high ankle sprain, and you saw how he was limping around yesterday, Mike, I thought it was the second greatest performance I've seen because this is what they needed from Patrick Mahomes. Mike, he threw the ball 43 times. Right. He had two touchdowns. He threw for over 300 yards. Going into this week, nobody thought they'd attack the, the Bengals this way. No, and then ironically, or maybe not ironically, the scramble at the end of the game, then, of course, the unsportsmanlike for the push out of bounds, that was the key to the game. The one time that he he sacrificed his body, if you will, because you knew he wasn't 100%. You saw him hopping around on one leg. Look, remember, guys, Willis Reed came in, gave the Knicks a lift, and then he tapped out, okay? He had a couple of buckets. The Lakers kind of freaked out, which is what that Lakers those Lakers teams were famous for, and that was it. But that was one of those ones that people always point back to. I'm with you on Jordan. That's why Tony, I don't know why Romo was getting killed I think you compare it to the Michael Jordan as he did on the broadcast and I agree listen I'm sitting there and I don't want to overhype this right I'm sitting there and I'm going this dude's incredible like Patrick Mahomes is really freaking good and I think we take it for granted because he's just done this year after year week after week AFC championship after AFC championship. Some people forget mm. the Chiefs got robbed a couple of years ago when Brady and company went in right. there and there was a penalty called that probably should have put them in the Super Bowl. And instead it put Brady and company in the Super Bowl. I'm saying that they could he could have already played in four of these things. Right. You know, but he's going back. And I just think, Mike, the best player in football, hands down, he is the best quarterback. And I love Joe Burrow and what he brings. But it's not close. It's not Herbert. It's not Allen. Mm. It's this dude, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, they could have gone last year. I thought Reed kind of muffed uh, some of the clock management down the stretch in the fourth quarter last year. So, look, I got no problem with Patrick Mahomes. He is the greatest quarterback pound for pound in the league today. I, I think that you're going to have an amazing show. I, I think this is a game that I – this is one that could go down to the wire, right? You handicap it. Look, you know, the good news, two weeks for Patrick Mahomes to get right, more therapy. But he was able to pull off this win. Uh, it was fun. Now, we'll talk about all the games today. We'll get your reaction. But, man – as we said to Sam and, and to uh, Randy, that Eagles, I mean, all the air just kind of went out of the room. They had no shot when Purdy went out. And I, you and I were talking before the show today. I think, you know, Purdy kind of established, you know, how much he means to that team. But you knew that the Bengals and Chiefs was like a heavyweight fight going down to the wire. And the defenses, man, you talked about it, Carl. We haven't had a guy like Chris Jones on this Falcon team, well, since like John Abraham. And even then, John didn't get the credit around the league because this guy's making plays in the big moments. Yeah, he was special yesterday, man. I mean, the, Chuck Smith came on the show last week, and, and listen, we, we don't take Chuck's knowledge for granted. He works with a lot of these guys, and he comes on and he tells us they're going to move Chris all, the way, all around mm-hmm. on this line coming up this Sunday. And we both went, okay. And then you saw them literally move him, tackle, guard, outside, and he was wrecking havoc. Point is, flexibility is why you're able to do those things. You need guys who can do those things and be versatile. He's one of those guys. 
I mean, you know, the Eagles probably had three of those guys on their defensive line that you can move inside, outside, and they still are able to make make uh, their way to the quarterback. I, I think, Mike, two things. One, when you talk about what happened with the Eagles, um, I still am a believer that you need a, a special guy to get there. I'm not telling you that Purdy wouldn't have played better or they might not have been in the game if his arm doesn't get hurt. But I also still believe that you need a special guy to get there. You need a franchise-type quarterback. I don't know if Purdy is. Mike, I think San Francisco has to ask themselves the same question we ask ourselves after four games with our guy. Eight games enough? Is eight games enough for you to buy in completely and wholeheartedly? I mean, look, he won on the road. He won a playoff game for you. I mean, this was one with, you know, it, all, all bets were off because he basically had a stinger. He couldn't feel anything, so he couldn't throw the deep ball, told Shanahan. Shanahan's face told it all. I just think, you know, like you're moving on Garoppolo, that's gone because you're not going to hold on to him. He's a free agent. He's going to go find some money elsewhere. You could hold on to Trey Lance uh, and hope that he continues to develop. I would think that you'd shop Trey Lance, although there's no market for him because no one knows what he is. You bring in a veteran quarterback to, bra- to back up Purdy, and you get on with your life. I think Purdy showed enough in a Shanahan offense. Now, again, as long as you're con- con- continuing, Carl, to have those pieces around him, then sure. I mean, yeah. he'd be the man. Yeah, I, and listen, that they have their decision to make the problem. Or it's not even a problem. It's actually a good thing that, for them. You have choices, right? If you believe in Trey Lance, which they believed in him to start the season, you go that route. If you believe in Brock Purdy, great. We don't have that option. <laughs> no, we don't have. We got a we, guy. We, we got a guy. We still don't know yeah. about, and we're not sure. We don't have choices like that. We got four games. That's the sample size. And and again, if Arthur Smith feels like that's good enough, but I will say this: if Purdy was healthy, I still don't know if they beat the Eagles yesterday. I felt like that was just. What was going to happen? I thought they'd get to the quarterback, and they did. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can always find us on social media. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up. See Dukes in this radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. We're on the gram as well and on Facebook. I think in that game, and the refs, look, again, officiating was a story. Uh, Shanahan did not have a chance to, at least someone on San Francisco screwed up, didn't get the word to him on the sideline. You're going to challenge that Devontae Smith catch, which set up their first touchdown. But, hey, credit the Eagles. They got out there. They got the snap. They got the touchdown. I would have thought, Carl, when it was 7-7, you saw that you still, you still had a fighting chance in that game. But once Purdy was out, I just think, I mean, the Eagles just poured it on. And you've got a guy that literally, how many people got on their phone and goes, who is this quarterback for San Francisco, right? Nobody even knew. So, yeah. And that was a byproduct of, again, just how banged up they were at the position. The, the other one, and I'll ask you, and we'll talk, talk about it later, I just thought the refs were too much of a – they had too much, and for my money, of an impact. I've no full disclosure, I bet the Chiefs. But I just thought there were some holding penalties that weren't called. There were a lot of things that were called and against the Bengals. And to me, it kind of it, – it, it took away some of the – especially in the fourth quarter. Look – Throwing Mahomes out of bounds, that's a given. Nobody's going to compete, battle with that one. But there were some, a, lot, a lot of holding penalties, a lot of stuff that got that was sort of one-sided, which I wasn't the only one. I heard Randy talking about it. I heard a lot of folks on social media talking about it. And these are supposed to be the best refs at the end of the year. Remember, guys, they cobble together all these crews from around the league. Other leagues do it. MLB does it. But, there's Carl, there's so many judgment calls in the NFL, right? Pass interference, holding. And I'm just not sure if some of these guys are willing to overrule a guy they haven't been working with all year. Just my two cents worth. Yeah, the one that bothered me, and I know it bothered a lot of people, we now have an explanation for it, was the redo of the third down, which should have been fourth down, and Cincinnati got off the field. Now, you know, at the end of the day, you you still punt, and and it Mm -hmm. played itself out. But it was just like, at that point, with the way the calls had gone, gone, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, this is fishy. Like, why, why is all this home cooking going on right now? It just felt fishy. So, 
Nevertheless, um, as long as we get explanations, they're not always going to be right. right. I think they owe that to the to the public. I think they owe that to the betting public right. and football fans around the world that say, hey, here's why we made this call, and, and this is the rule book, right? And I think they tried to do that. But I'm with you. I thought the officials meant, listen, I got tired of the brother getting on the mic tell, calling penalties. I'm like, can we play the game? It yeah. was like every other play. Holding. Okay, I, can we play the game? It was too much. It was just too much. The refs were too much of a story. We've seen the playoffs where, again, whether it's hockey or basketball, you let these guys grab a little bit more. And some of those 50-50 balls, that's all fair and love and war. But I'm with you. I just thought, yeah, a little too much. A little too much. All right, guys. We got plenty to dive into. Um, we have, uh, of course, today we'll talk to Arch. I say that because we want to find out more information about our new D.C., mm-hmm. Ryan Nielsen. We're going to talk about what he did with the Saints along the way. And uh, this whole Mar- Marcus Davenport thing, listen, I-, I-, I hear you guys, and I understand why it would be easy to assume that with him being a free agent, potentially the Falcons trying to bulk up their defensive line. Mm. But I have legitimate reasons why this will be a mistake. I'll get to that coming up. But when we come back, Mike, is the myth over? I'll explain next on Sports. It is Dukes and Bell. Happy Monday. Coming up, we'll talk about the Hawks. That was ugly, Mike, over the weekend, wasn't it? Hmm. <sighs> blown another lead. Ten times now we've blown ten points or more leads this season. That's not good. They are at Portland tonight. Late start, by the way, 9.30 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ten o'clock tip. And then they're at the Suns Wednesday and then at the Jazz. This is not going to be an easy road trip, uh, to mm. say the least. But we're we'll fly. talk. <laughs> yeah, Coach, we're familiar. Uh, we'll talk about what happened with the Hawks and what's going on there. Um, guys already hitting us up saying, Dukes and Bell, we want to hear you guys and what you think about Stetson Bennett. Don't worry. We're going to let you know what we think about what happened over the weekend with Stetson Bennett. Stay tuned. We will get to that. Mike, I just want to ask this question of our audience because we've been told, and I think sometimes even brainwashed over the years, that you can't win with a running quarterback. Hmm. Do you guys know how many yards Jalen Hurts has on the year? Do you guys know how many touchdowns rushing he has on the year? Yesterday he got another one. Um, And the point is Jalen Hurts is going to a Super Bowl, and I think his team is about to win another Super Bowl, okay? And I say another because they just won one in 17. He wasn't the quarterback then. But this notion that you can't win this way in the NFL, remember how that offense is built. We've seen other offenses around the NFL, and I only bring this up to say that, this is kind of where the league is. You got to have guys that can make plays like this with their feet. You and if and by the way, Trey Lance, if he was the quarterback of the 49ers, they were doing the same thing. This is how their offense was built at the beginning of the season. Now he gets hurt and Purdy doesn't run like that, so you know, they went away from all that. But you still saw the bootlegs and all of that stuff, but Mike, so over 700 yards and 14 rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. And that's why, before he got injured, he was the MVP. I mean, he would have been right up, right up there. I think Mahomes gets it, but he would have been right up there with Patrick Mahomes had he not missed much of December with that injury. But, look, he's got the skills. He's got the uh, talent, and he's got the team around him. And I think we've got into the conversation about Lamar Jackson over the last three years as his production has gone down from MVP. Give Lamar Jackson and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. You know, I'd like to see what he could do. That's just for argument's sake. I'll just move it along. We talked about it at length last week and the week before about the Lamar Jackson. And more stories came out that if the if the trade would go down, Atlanta would be a team in the mix. If you give him, for argument's sake, a Drake London and a Kyle Pitts mm. and another, and we'll go get another wide receiver, whether through free agency or the draft. That's and then you got Algiers a running back. That's in a that's a hell of a package if you can shore up the O line. I mean, and then to your point, then you're, you're you've already got a guy who's been an MVP. Give him some weapons and maybe a better coach in Arthur Smith. I'm, I'm beginning to uh, warm up to this idea. 
Uh, listen. <laughs> Slowly, but I'm thawed, okay? I'm not ice cold anymore on this one, okay? I'm lukewarm. And that's fine. Listen, I'm not telling you guys, and I said this when when I announced this, like, hey, here's what could happen, and everybody went, oh, you're, you're crazy. All I'm saying is you can win this way. Whoever or wherever Lamar ends up, if he stays with the Ravens or not, you can win this way. And that is my point. For years, all we've heard is that way you can't win. And now I think we've seen another guy dispel this rumor or this myth that, oh, well, you got a running quarterback. Dude, they had designed running plays for this guy. Right. He had more touchdowns yeah. than most running backs well, this I mean, year. Before he got hurt, one of the big plays in the Eagles game was uh, Purdy taking it up the middle. That's right. I mean, guys who can move, you don't necessarily have to be, obviously, the, the superstar athlete of a Lamar Jackson, but Joe Burrow can move. Josh the, runs people over. The first down last right. night. All right, that was a huge first down. Now, it, again, just move the chains, but that's what I'm talking about. Now, can our guy do that? And again, it gets back to us and the Falcons and Ritter, and we've seen him. Do, we saw him do it in college. He, he is capable of doing those things. But I don't want you people, our listeners, to believe that if you have a guy that can do multiple things like this, that it's a it's a a detriment. It's not, Mike. This is a positive. This is a plus. I need guys who can make plays. The deal with Jalen Hurts is, at the end of the day, you think any Eagles fan today cares about how many rushing touchdowns he has compared to throwing touchdowns? All they care about is that they're in the Super Bowl. Right? Just win, baby. And, look, that that team, as we said earlier to start the show, is so well built. And you look at the Chiefs and look at the personnel moves the Chiefs have made and how they keep this thing. I I said, will they miss a Tyreek Hill? Nah. And by the way, neither team ran the football at all yesterday in the no, Bengals and the Chiefs. It was good. Didn't. Two good defenses and quarterbacks trying to make plays. And, you know, Kansas City got after Joe Burrow and made him make mistakes. All right. Wanted to mention that because it's just one of those things that you look at and you go, man, when he got the job, right, 2020, he's been in the league now three years, whatever. But you were thinking, oh, this is not going to work. And every year, the thing with Jalen Hurts, to his, to his benefit, Mike, he's gotten better. Per- completion percentage has gone up. Right. He's gotten more accurate. You can talk about the things that quarterbacks need to do. He's done those things as a quarterback, but they never went away from him and what he does. This is who he was at Alabama. It's who he was at Oklahoma. And now it's who he is with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think you can win this way, and this is just more proof. Got to build it the right way. Look, Fran Tarkenton was a mobile quarterback that had a cannon. Obviously, the Vikings never never won it. You go back and you look at Bradshaw. Bradshaw could move. Roger Starback moved. Roger Starback ran a lot. I don't think people realize. Go back and look at Roger Starback. Now, he was looking to move to buy time in the pocket. Hell, Joe Theismann back in the old days could move before LT broke his leg. And then you go back and you say, look, the more recent Steve Young. Steve, I think one of the great moments in NFL history is the Steve Young scramble against the Vikings for a super, to get them in the Super Bowl. That's right. So, I mean, you've got guys who've always had this ability, but now there's a focus because the athlete is even better. The athlete playing quarterback is even more a track star slash a guy that can throw it down the field. Yeah, and here's the other thing, too. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It adds pressure to defenses, Mike, because you got to account for him. Right. Right? You have to account for his ability and what he does. That's why the Eagles are so hard to stop. It's like they start doing that RPO stuff, and all of a sudden he tucks it and pulls it, and he picks up 11, and you're like, dang it. And it's, it just, I mean, from a psychological standpoint, I know from a fan standpoint, it just breaks your heart. It yep. just completely tears you up when you, you've got the defense, and whoop, next thing you know, the guy's just nobody in the picture frame picking up 25 yards. All right, 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You guys can hit us. We're also on Twitch. Uh, whispers. Is that official? Are we calling him that? Um, I'll give you the reference point, but it's from a James Bond movie. Our man Jason is very soft-spoken. Yes, he is. Yeah, I asked him, I was like, hey, how was your weekend? It was good. Thanks, Jace. 
He goes, how was yours? Uh, it was good. It was really good. Thank you. And but he's, the, he's running our Twitch, by the way. And by the way, Oren, you know, you're in the morning show. Oren, when he came to work with us, my old radio station was very similar. And he came, he, he blossomed. Yeah. He came out of his shell. When we first met, remember Squid? We first met Oren. Oren would be like, good morning. That was it, right? It was about two words. Oren produces the steakhouse now here from nine uh, to eleven. But right. I, I yeah. But this is very. But it's a good, valuable lesson for youngsters out there in the workplace. Keep your head down for a couple of days, then eventually you'll start to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, check us out on Twitch. We're there. Uh, what's the official Twitch uh, whispers? It's at nine two nine the game, I believe, for our official Twitch. Is that right? ATL 929. Ah, ATL 929. Thank you, Turtle. By the way, I forgot my I got to log in again. I forgot. We, we can interact with you guys. We can talk to you during yeah. the broadcast. I yeah. keep, I, I've run out of passwords. That's I, it. I'm out. So the, when we were on Twitch, and this started back when we were at home during the pandemic, um, and, and you know, a lot of logins were just on my home computer. Mike, I never logged in on my laptop. So I, I think I told you I didn't even know what my password was, so I had to go retrieve it mm. and all of that and then change it and all that stuff. But I'm there, and we'll be there, and we'll interact with you guys on Twitch. That is the point that we're getting to. All right. Head coaching hires going on around the NFL. We'll talk about it as part of our NFL Blitz. Also, as I mentioned, um, the other big story outside of the AFC and NFC championship games and, and you know what's going on here with our, our football team and the Falcons hiring their D.C. was this Stetson Bennett story, Mike. And when it came down over the weekend, I'll just say this. We've, have, we've said numerous times on this show, okay, do we really know Stetson Bennett? Meaning, as a fan and somebody has followed his career at Georgia, how familiar are we really with Stetson Bennett? And I will say over the last three weeks, leading into the national championship game, playing the national championship game, and then even the parade stuff that happened that, again, I'm with you. I think it was overblown. Nevertheless, people talked about it. I think somebody's reading their press. I think somebody was reading their press. Them hating me, me hating them. And they were feeling some kind of way because, Mike, I don't have to go back to that. I'm done with that. So I can say and do pretty much whatever I want. And here's what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say about this, and we're going to talk more about it as we move along. But, Mike, we joke about this all the time. Be humble. I know it's hard when people have doubted you. You think you're the only one that's ever been doubted? You think you're the only one ever been told you won't do something in life? So it's hard when those things come about and you are achieving greatness and then you just want to brag and you want to be braggadocious and you want to stick out your chest. But because of the things that he's done over the last few weeks, there are a lot of people who are like, mm, kind of saw this coming. Yeah, and again, I don't know the guy personally. There's something like sometimes, and what does that mean? Well, sometimes, Carl, I do get to spend some time with the people we cover and we get to know some of these guys, whether it's anecdotally or through our own interaction. I don't know. Is he a rich, spoiled brat and just happened to be a kid who got had shuffled around and had to earn his way back? I don't know. I can't speak to that. Everyone wants to paint that in there. I don't know. Is there a sense of entitlement, which is now coming out? Because it doesn't go with the storyline of too short, too this, too that. Had to go to the JUCO. Had to prove to Munkin that he was better than JT Daniels. And eventually, he did it. He got it. He won the results. Personally, I think Georgia fans, well, gives a crap. He's an independent contractor now. He's going to try to get to the NFL. It's no bearing on Georgia. I will say this, there are varying degrees I think people should be losing their minds over. If he's behind the wheel of a car, that's a different conversation. Yeah, this yeah. is a guy that got hammered, and I presume he's trying to find wherever he's staying. And as I said to you the other day, you know, sometimes your phone dies. You might want to have a hard copy of that address <laughs> before you start waking everybody up in a very well-heeled East Dallas neighborhood, yeah. which eventually got the attention of the, uh, of the Dallas police. So it's not defining him, but you and I said earlier, 
You get an invitation to the Senior Bowl, take it. Win over even more people. And this is not, I guess we said, this isn't the end of the world. It's embarrassing. That's all it is. It's embarrassing for him. And he'll have to answer some questions about it at the Combine. But, yeah, some people will start to say 2 plus 2, and they go, well, what's up with this guy? I don't know. I can't speak to that. But the optics are obviously pretty terrible when you see this on Sunday morning. Anytime you give an organization, any organization, pick all 32, because they're all the same when it comes to, I don't know if I'm drafting this guy, and I'm looking hard. You've given them another reason to look look and say, oh, we may not draft you. That's that's just the reality. And by the way, Mike, you're right. It doesn't it doesn't have any effect on Georgia because he's no longer the quarterback at Georgia. But the headline read what? Right. Of course, Georgia quarterback. Arrested. Georgia quarterback arrested. And if Mike gets arrested or I get arrested, you know what it's going to read? 92-9 the yeah. game host arrested. So it, it, it just it it doesn't look good. All right. We'll talk more about it along the way. We'll come back. We'll hit some headlines. Hawks at Blazers tonight. What happened against the Clippers? Ah, it's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think when it popped up originally on Sunday, it was Sunday, right? Sunday morning, yeah. That I originally saw um, some of the storylines that just read George, you know, Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett because it's easy, right? You, you you automatically relate him to what you saw in the national championship game. So, but I think some changed it. The point is, we know he's gone, but there are people around the country who don't, and there are people around the country who only think Georgia, oh, this guy, the Georgia quarterback. That's how they're going to relate this story to Stetson Bennett, even though, as Mike said. It's embarrassing. It's not the end of the world. Right. So for him, he'll have some explaining to do, but I appreciate that, man, because guys were saying some of these publications did change the headline and how they approach the story to saying in their story, right. former versus <laughs> current Georgia quarterback. And then somebody uh, got out there and they put the Baker Mayfield arrest video. Remember when Baker Mayfield tried to run from oh, the cops? That's right. And he ran into a wall. <laughs> and then people were saying that was Stetson Bennett. And of course, it being the internet, that thing grew a life of its own, too, which obviously was not accurate. Not actually the arrest video yeah um it's it's listen um and again he's won two natties right he's a legend uh i said it the, the night of the championship game build the statue right all the things 
But this is something he'll have to answer to NFL teams if that's what he wants to do and go into the league. All right, more to get to, guys. Coming up, NFL Blitz. Also, in the 3 o'clock hour, we will hand out game balls, no balls, coming off the weekend. Plenty to talk about with the AFC, NFC Championship games. Joe Burrow um, said this one hurt. Mm. He didn't say that in the in the pre. Well, of course, he was in the Super Bowl last year, but he was saying this this one hurts. I don't know if it hurts more losing a Super Bowl, Mike, but maybe. I, I don't know how he rates these things, but we'll let you hear what these guys had to say. Patrick Mahomes, everybody, uh, what, what they said after the game yesterday. And it's certainly you heard it in the postgame. We'll play some of that audio for you. Obviously, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey's the first one that goes off on the Cincinnati mayor. But we said this, you and I were talking about it Friday. All the talk that the Bengals heard about, oh, it's going to be Buffalo and Kansas City at Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. Well, they did not like that burrow head stuff. It certainly, I mean, it was a burr in their saddle, pardon the pun, and to a man, almost everybody. I saw a couple of players on the defense going off about that stuff. That definitely resonated with the Chiefs. Anything to motivate you, and it gave them a little extra sauce, no doubt about it. Turtle behind the glass, our engineer, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, guys. First and foremost, we now know who's going to the Super Bowl. By the way, odds are already out. Eagles are a two-point favorite, and I like it. I think they're better. And I know Mahomes' ankle will be better in 10 to 12 days, Mike. But I just think the offensive line and defensive lines of the Eagles will control this game. And I like the fact that they're already favored. And I think that number's going to go up, to be honest with you. I think it may be three and a half by the time the game rolls around here. Well, again, you have two weeks, as you said, to get right. The, uh, the, the play of Chris Jones, Frank Clark, the Eagles defensive line, the Eagles corners. I mean, they, all the all the playmakers. Think about the playmakers you got a wide receiver. All the guys that kind of are running three receivers to replace Tyreek Hill. You know, we've mentioned Pacheco. Maybe he'll be the secret weapon in the Super Bowl. But Andy Reid, the enemy, getting to work. And again, this is the second year for the Eagles head coach. We talked about you know how ridiculous it sounded at first. Did go to the playoffs last year. Got thumped by the Tampa Bay Bucks. But they've built a machine. I think I don't want to overshadow the head coach. But Howie Roseman, we already talked about all the things they've got on that team, and they basically rebuilt it, Carl, after their last trip to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile. Since last time we were to the Super Bowl, we're coming to this crossroads season. Yeah. Listen, you, you're going to have these ebbs and flows, but you don't want to be so far down. Ours was self, This ultimately was the price we had to pay for the cap. Yeah. And that's why, and we learned today, we'll talk about it in the headlines, the cap number is the biggest it's ever been in NFL history. And it should be because they're making more money <laughs> than they ever have. So that that's going to help us. Um, but, Mike, the, the, you don't want to be so far down that it takes you four or five years to get back up. Right. And that's kind of where we, we've been, right? I mean, that's that's been part of the issue. The Eagles were down, hmm. but I don't think they went as far as we did. And then their draft, no. they drafted a lot better than we did, and their free agency pickups were better than ours, and then all of a sudden they're back up. And, and the one big hit, they got off the books. They, they, they gave Carson Wentz a contract, right. and two years later they traded him with the Colts. They sure did. All right, Stukes and Bell, our headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Can I hear Zach Taylor talk about the hit that everybody's talking about? Listen, adrenaline's flowing. Patrick Mahomes is running for a first down. And all of a sudden, here comes a linebacker trying to make a play, Mike, and he hits him out of bounds. And this, to me, obviously it sets up the game-winning field goal. How bad did you feel for a side? On the sideline. Did you see him crying on the yeah. sideline? I mean, he is bawling because he knows that was the play that probably was the difference in this game. Here's what Zach Taylor talked about um, his, his linebacker after the game. We worked really hard to get here. And, you know, any play that people feel like is left out there, you're, you're going to take it hard. And we want guys like that, that this means a lot to. They care about it, care about their teammates. Joseph's. 
comes to work every day, man. He loves ball. He loves being a part of this team, and uh, it didn't come down to that play. He had made some great plays, too, in mm. the game. And then that mistake, I mean, it's a foul. It's a it's a penalty, guys, in every football league, every major, whether it's college, high right. school. You, your quarterback's out of bounds, and he gets pushed like that. That's going to be a flag. And it's Osei. I'll make sure I get it right. right? Yeah. And Joseph. then B.J. Hill got picked up on a mic in the locker room, basically saying, you don't do that. And his tempers were flicking. These guys go to the Super Bowl. Okay, these guys are emotional. Yep. So guys were going off. The guys were being supportive on the sideline. But the uh, the media did pick up on a more than one Chiefs player going. What? I mean, always check out one more more than one Bengals player. So what the, are you doing in that situation? Because it got you in the field goal range for Harrison Butker. And then you know you're still dealing with Mahomes on one good leg, and you you, and then the gritty play of Mahomes to make that play. The one time he gets outside about gets out bounds, gets turning, he gets that. Yeah, I. Uh... When, when they got the ball back, I think it was 41 seconds to play. And literally, my wife's like, is that enough time? And I looked over and I was like, that's like eight minutes <laughs> to Patrick Mahomes. Even on a on a hurt leg. And you guys saw it. I mean, like, right. we've seen him win games with less time on the clock. It just felt like, okay, this is it. They're going to go down and score. And they did. Can I hear Nick Sirianni talking about dreaming about this moment as a kid? His, uh, his dad was a coach, for those who don't know. He came from a coaching family. Um, he gets the job, and now a couple of years in, Mike, they are going to the Super Bowl with Nick Sirianni. This is something to dream about as a kid, and uh, all these guys on our team have dream- dreamt about this their entire lives, too. And so just to be able to do this together with a bunch of men that love each other, that are connected to each other, that would do anything for each other, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm just thinking. The next group of quarterbacks to get paid, right? Right. Burrow's going to be one. Jalen Hurts is going to be one. Eventually, Lamar Jackson's going to be one. He should, he should be this offseason. I'm just thinking yeah. Herbert's coming, right? right? These are the next group that's going to oh. get paid. I, I still And we'll save it for the NFL Blitz. I just saw who the Chargers hires an offensive coordinator. It's so underwhelming. Mm. Wait till you hear this. Say that'll be coming up at three. All right. Can I also hear Nate McMillan? The Hawks lose, guys, to the Clippers. Um, they hit 19 three-pointers, by the mm. way. Um, we still have an issue of turning the ball over. It's been kind of our Achilles heel. But when you're shooting the ball as well as the Clippers did over the weekend, it's hard. And we were close, but no cigar. That's kind of been where we're at. The trade deadline is approaching, and I'm, I'm just putting Hawks fans on alert. There's going to be a move made. Who do we get back in return is the question, but they are desperately trying to make a move come February 9th. And the rumor is, and I said this way back when, is that they're interested in Jay Crowder. They're still interested in Jay Crowder. But you're going to have to give up John Collins and probably a first-round pick. Now, do you care about a first-round pick at this point, or do you want our team in the playoffs? We're running out of first-round picks. I mean, you better go win something in this next couple of years. In the one more year you've got DeJounte Murray before he decides to opt out or Trey. So you better go get it. But does Jay Crowder get you? Does he make you better than the Celtics or the Bucks? And that's the question. Or the, or the 100% Nets. That's the question. And there may be another trade out there. He doesn't. No, that's the question. There may be another trade out there to maybe get a, a slightly better player. Jay Crowder makes you tougher. I don't know if he makes you better per se. But we lose 120-113, and Nate McMillan was talking about, you know, he's not thinking about the trade deadline right now. I mean, I won't talk about, um, you know, what we are going to be trying to do during the deadline. Um, that I leave that to Landry. Uh, all those guys to be working on that. My focus is is uh, my group and um, us trying to finish up this season going into the playoffs. So, 
I respect that, mm-hmm. even though I know he's lying. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. you're the head coach and you know what you need, Mike. You right. know what you're lacking. You obviously are having those conversations with Landry and whoever else is in the room to say, here's what I need to really make us better. I mean, if you move on from John Collins, you, you want to go just go get a big Frankenstein to help Kaminsky and help Okongwu and stuff backing up Capella, or do you want to go get – that's the thing, because you're, you want more scoring on the wing, you want more athleticism, and Jay Crowder's tough. He's a Villarica kid, he's tough. He brings a little toughness, would help in the postseason if we get there. We could get outside the first round. But it's defense and shooting for me. Yeah, still, defense and shooting. Still not enough, though, to put me up in that rarefied era of what's probably going to win this Eastern Conference. So here's what's crazy, though. It could be if guys were living up to their potential on this team. Oh, that's a but that's a given, right? If we had an identif- if we had an identifiable offense in the half court, how many times watch the Clippers game is another example. You have a flow, you have an eleven point lead, and then everything goes kaput. And then it's launching bad shots, bad shot selection, no passing, defense goes out the window. So I mean, I'm sick and tired of having this chicken in the egg. And by the way, this is not about Trey. This is about the entire team. Either listening to Nate or not listening to Nate or Nate not knowing what he's doing in the first place. The Playing other, at a slow pace. <laughs> Got to pick it up, Coach. The other rumor out there is J.C. and a first-rounder to the Jazz for Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Malik Beasley's interesting. Mm-hmm. He's an interesting scoring guard, plays defense. But, again, all of this stuff right now is just fodder. And none of it is, is absolutely concrete. But I'm just telling you, Hawks fans, they're looking to make a deal. And then, guys, uh, it comes up again. We hadn't talked about it in about a week or so. This rather unique power structure within the organization of how these decisions get made. A rookie general manager and and an owner's son who thinks he's a general manager. What did one great defensive lineman say about our new hire? We'll share it with you next, coming up as part of our NFL Blitz on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.